This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on how to work with difficult people. Some people lack courtesy. There are some people in your life who operate out of control. They critique you. They operate from a place of control. Be aware of the difficult D's. An individual who's disrespectful or an individual who diminishes is diminishing. These are people who try to diminish your point of view. They may heavily critique a phrase you use or a saying, critique or diminish its point. Be aware of the difficult D's, someone who's demeaning, someone who's disregarding, someone who's dictatorial. Dictatorial is a big one. Remember, people who are wounded or people who are wound up very tight, they try to control. Remember, fear drives control. A person who is over-controlled, they may be overcompensating in their life. What comes out is not a nice emotional expressiveness, an open level of vulnerability, an ease about who they are and their interactions with you. Instead, what is presented is a very tightly controlled reactive stance, an emotionally closed or shut down person. What comes out is a very controlled personality. This person expresses themselves by trying to control you. Again, some people are very difficult, and they're difficult in different ways. It's normal that we try and encourage our children to avoid such people, but some people cannot be avoided. Let's talk about some techniques when faced with such encounters. So again, we're talking about um, how to work with difficult people. So number one, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath and release. So as you take a deep breath, as you inhale, five seconds, and as you exhale, and the exhale is key. The exhale engages the vagus nerve, which activates your parasympathetic nervous system, helping you to calm your body. The exhale also releases the carbon dioxide, uh, giving you more room, more capacity for oxygen. Number two, take a step back and notice your anxiety level. Mentally frame your safe zone. Reinforce positive beliefs. This person's nastiness doesn't control me. I am 100% responsible for my own feelings. I am free of others' negativity. This is important when working with teenagers because they're around a lot of difficult people. So again, this person's nastiness doesn't control me. I am 100% responsible for my own feelings. I am free of others' negativity. Also, as you take a step back, visualize a disruption to the negative feedback loop between your hippocampus and the amygdala. These brain structures focus on memory and emotion, respectfully, um, or excuse me, respectively. Um, So in other words, by disrupting this pattern, by disrupting that negative feedback loop between your hippocampus and the amygdala, you can tell yourself to take a step back, take a deep breath, visualize a safe place, and acknowledge that you don't have to react as you have in the past. That's the idea of disrupting that pattern, reacting differently, responding rather than reacting, being different, changing changing yourself. So we don't have to be in automatic mode, stimulus response, someone else's reactive 
I'm going to react. Somebody else is angry, I'm going to get angry. Somebody else is trying to control me, I'm going to uh, push back or try to control. We can disrupt that pattern. We can do it differently. See, part of the change is recognizing that you can disrupt your reinforcement patterns and do things differently. Establishing rituals, techniques, safe zones, and most importantly, learning that we, as individuals, that each of your children, individually, are 100% responsible for their feelings, for how they respond, for how they behave. They're 100% responsible for themselves. See, nobody can make them feel anything. Nobody can make you feel anything unless you give them permission. Now, Eleanor Roosevelt, she said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. The psychology, decades of research since Eleanor Roosevelt said that, backs up that idea. Each of us is 100% responsible. If negativity is thrown at you, peel it off. Negative thoughts, they tend to stick to us like Velcro. This is why we need to work extra hard to reinforce those positive thoughts and separation from a difficult person. In the face of disrespect, we can be respectful. In the, va- in the face of adversarial tones, we can be peaceful. In the face of disregarding comments, we can regard our own thoughts and the words we use. In the face of jerks or jerkettes, we can play the high road. We don't have to get sucked into gossip or negativity. We can present ourselves with high class. In the face of dictatorial control, we can stand up for ourselves, we can be calm, cool, and collected, and we can be confident in our ability to do the, do the right thing. How to work with difficult people. It's not easy. It's a big challenge, and we can't always avoid them. But we can thrive and flourish in the face of any person who is difficult. And we can do it with joy, with freedom, and we can even have a positive influence on others. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on how to work with difficult people. (laughs) 